0: You could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions. and That means the world to me and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much.
1: Everyone else, hope everybody had a great weekend and I'm looking forward to the start of this new opportunity that we call this new week. My uh, topic here today is I'm going to talk about why we all need to play and win and look forward to more what I call road games in life. Now, those of you who are not familiar with uh, sports lingo, you will all understand this really simply, even if you don't have to be an athlete to get it. A road game would be, for example, if the Miami Dolphins go play against the New York Jets and the game is in New York, that's a road game for the Dolphins. a home game for the jets and the analogy that i'm going to explain here today is not about you uh, playing in the nfl or the nba it's about understanding that to for us to become our best selves in life for us to reach our highest level of success in life we will have to play some road games and you're going to have to win some of them as well you can't just you're not going to be able to sustain your whole career just on what i call the home games and i'll explain I'll explain this analogy out as I go into my presentation here today. The way that I define a road game so everyone understands is any situation in your life where you are not on your home turf. In other words, the situation is not set up necessarily for you to succeed. Not everyone maybe is on your team and wanting you to win, but you still have to figure out how to get it done. Things are not within your comfort zone. When you step, when you get pushed out of your comfort zone in this situation, now you're playing on the road. And the situation is not custom tailored just for you to win. Maybe it's set up for somebody else to win. Maybe it's set up to be extremely difficult for you. And maybe that was done on purpose. Any of you who's an athlete, you know that our coaches, their very job in practice is to set it up to make things uncomfortable for us. Why? So that it's more comfortable by the time we get to the game situation. And all of us, again, even if you're not an athlete, the more road games you play, the more they fit into your comfort zone. Now that you've dealt with this road game X, now next time you face X, is not a road game for you anymore. And the more you deal with that, the wider your comfort zone gets and the easier it'll be for you to win, of course the home games, but now the road games won't bother you as much the more of them that you deal with. So there are four specific points that I'm gonna share here today. And then hopefully there is enough uh, time and space that I can open up the floor for some questions, comments. I love questions Do you have a, a hard, tough question that you think I can't answer challenge me so now let me get through my points and then we'll go straight to that so point number one and we're talking here why you need to play and win more road games in life anybody this is the first point any one of us can and does look great and get easy wins when a situation is tailored to our specific needs and everything is set up for us to win we all love these, all right? A road game, I mean, a home game. Excuse me. For example, would be any of you who's ever worked in sales. I remember there was a time I was working in. This is way back, maybe two thousand and six. I was working at this gym called Philadelphia Sports Clubs. I'm actually from Philadelphia, and sometimes we would have a prospect come in there, and they were, you know, they want to look at the gym, possibly join the gym. And we're salespeople; we're all on commission and sometimes they would come in they already knew they wanted to join the gym they didn't even want to look at the gym we didn't have to take them on a tour around the facility they said i already know i want to join just tell me how much it costs." they had their credit card number memorized and those are the people that i remember i shared an office with this girl named donna and donna would say people like that are people who come in with their credit cards on their forehead that's a, that's a, some kind of sales lingo that i would never heard before but never heard it after that either but that's the way she would say it that's the home game or those are the easy ones Uh, people who just walk in or i'm just gonna buy whatever you got just you know just bill me for it here's my credit card those are easy sales but the road games are the ones where you gotta you're gonna have to struggle and strive you're gonna have to really grit and grind and really pull some out because they're not going to be so easy to give another example from actually that same job Remember some new salespeople had started working with us probably around the spring. So I started working there maybe in maybe October ish, and this is Philadelphia. So, you know, the winters are cold there and we had to do prospecting. So we're outside prospecting in the cold and the snow, you know, trying to talk to people who don't even want to be outside, let alone, do they want to talk to some random person talking about the gym? And we had to kind of build out uh, We had to cut our teeth talking to these random prospects outside. And then by the time the spring came around, the weather's nice. Okay, now it's going to be a lot easier to make these sales. I remember we set up this prospecting table right in front of the gym with, you know, like a a free spin the wheel, get something free, you know, just something to draw people in, get attention, get easy, easy walk-in customers to come in and make sales. And these new salespeople had just started working there and they hadn't had to go through the, the rough, bitter winter that the rest of us had to go through and they were got they were rewarded with getting to work this table outside and they're getting all these walk-in clients i remember reaching out to my sales manager gary he's in the building i I sent him a message and said hey like hey they didn't have to do the work that we had to do over the winter how are you going to just reward them with these easy sales when we are sitting in here and we have to you know we got to hit these quotas in order to get the easy walk-in appointments and Gary, he wasn't much for confrontation. He wasn't much for conflict. So he didn't like that I called him out on that. But I was calling him out on this bullshit, and I was right about it. The whole point is, those salespeople were being handed easy home games when they didn't even have to earn their right to get them because they never had to play a game on the road. And the point is, a home game is when all the fans are cheering for you. Everything again is set up for you. And it's easy, it's fun. We all enjoy the home games. But And you slept in your night, you slept in your own bed the night before, you're not in the hotel, you're not in some unfamiliar venue, you're with your family. The challenge is, if all you do is play home games, when you finally have to play a game on the road, and I think everyone in here who is listening to me, even if you don't play sports, even if you've never been a a salesperson at a corporate gym, I think you understand this analogy of playing games on the road. If you only play games at home, when you finally have to play on the road, you're not going to know what to do you're not going to know how to handle that situation. When I was in college, for example, one of my basketball coaches was told us at the beginning of the season, he said, my job is to make you as uncomfortable as possible every single day in practice. And he told us that all that at the beginning of the season. So I want to make you as uncomfortable as possible every single day so that when you get in the game and this same situation happens, you're already ready to deal with it. It won't bother you. It won't phase you. It won't slow you down because I've already put you in this situation. And me personally, as an athlete and just as a, an entrepreneur now, just as a person, period, I always actually love playing the road games more than I like playing the home games. I don't know if anyone else can relate to this, but I don't know. I don't do so well when everybody in the room is cheering for me. Maybe here in Clubhouse, but other than that, I don't like when everybody's cheering for me. I need at least a couple people cheering against me, a couple people wanting me to lose, a couple people kind of questioning uh, who is this guy? What is, what is he actually going to do? that i get more energy from that than i get from people wanting me to from everybody in the room let's say wanting me to be successful you cannot build your entire career just on playing home games as soon as you get thrown out there on the road and the situation is not custom tailored to you what are you going to do point number two now i'll explain that as i go further point number two talking about why you need to play and win more home road games excuse me in life you are only as good. Is what you come up against to get what you have. While you can get a whole bunch of wins under your belt by taking the easy Ws, any of you who follows combat sports or boxers, you know, when a boxer is coming up, an up-and-coming boxer, they have a lot of potential and a lot of talent. They may fight a lot of what they call the trash cans, a lot of mailboxes, meaning fights that they are supposed to win. doesn't mean they're definitely going to win, but fights that they're supposed to win so they can build up their confidence, build up their record, get some momentum going, everybody can see, wow, this, young, this new young heavyweight is, the, this might be the next star. But eventually, they're going to have to get into a road game. Eventually, you're going to have to fight somebody who might be able to knock them out and might actually even do it. At some point, you're going to have to step up against somebody better because that's the thing that people always ask, right? Yes, you got to this point, but what would you have to go through to get there? And if you really think of it, any anyone, whoever you, you've ever heard, get on a stage and give a speech, who writes a book, and people who have no inspirational, motivational story, what makes their story inspirational and motivational? You might think that everybody's story is unique, and in some in many ways they are, but it's often a similar structure. And what is that structure? It's the hero's journey. They were starting out with this great idea, bright idea that they had, then they faced some... Problems, some challenge, some tragedy. They got knocked down one, two, three times. It looked like it was pretty much over for them, maybe even more than once. Then they figured out a way to make it back. And because they were able to make it back, what do they get to do? They get to tell their story to everybody else out there. That's the hero's journey. And that is what did you come up against in order to get to where you are? And all of us have to go up against something if you're going to become great, if you want to inspire other people. Nobody's inspired by the story of, okay, well, look, I was I was born here. My parents set me up to be successful. I followed that success path. and Everything has worked up to this point. And look at all the success I've created. All right, let me motivate and inspire you. Nobody can be inspired by that story because nobody can relate to it. What we relate to is I'm facing a challenge right now. Things are not working for me right now. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know how or if I can handle this. Has anybody else been through this? And if so, what did they do? How did they handle it? Even if it's not the exact same situation, maybe as even mentally, maybe as emotionally, they've dealt with it in a certain way. And that one little nugget, that one little spark can be enough to light somebody else's fire, even though they're not in the exact same situation. That's going and playing road games. That's winning the road games. The more road games you win and when you can explain it and you can share it to other people that you've played in those road games, you can inspire another person again, even if they didn't do the same thing that you did. My background is as an athlete. And I tell stories of road games that I had to deal with as an athlete. And I don't mean actual, the actual games. I'm talking about mental challenges, emotional challenges, physical challenges, and trying to get to where I was getting to. And most of my clients these days are not athletes. They're not people who are playing a sport. They're not about to play a sport, but they can learn from the stories that I tell simply because the principles that allow me to get through those situations, let's say on a basketball court or in the gym, those same principles apply when you're sitting at a laptop or you're in an office building. So what have you come up against to get to where you're at? Where you at? Because this is really what people are judging you on. When they see your accomplishments, that's great, but they want to know the story. Right, how did you get from there in the audience to here on this stage? What did you have to go up against? What did you defeat and how did you defeat it? In business, the home game, for example, is when you just show up to your office and you just wait for the inbox to start blinging or the phone to start ringing. Everybody's calling you. Those are the home games. And we would all love to get to a situation where all we do is play home games. Everything is an incoming call. Every inquiry is somebody who is already warm and ready for us. Every new prospect is a warm referral from one of our already great clients. That's great. And I don't know if anybody's business is 100% like that right now. My mind isn't. I got to go out there. Sometimes and I got to go make it happen. Sometimes I got to go play some road games and I got to prove myself to people who otherwise don't know me, haven't heard of me and are considering wondering, like, all right, who's this guy? Why is he? Why is he on my screen? Why is he showing up on my feed? Why is this person calling my phone? Why is this guy sending me an email? I got to go make it happen. And I actually enjoy doing that because the more I do it, the easier it'll be when I do have a home game. So in businesses, when they're all calling you and it's all coming in your way. But the road game is when you're making those phone calls and nobody's calling you back, when you're sending those emails out and you're not getting any rebots, when you're making sure that your email and CRM software is actually working properly because you sent that email out, you know you sent it out to at least 100 or 1,000 people, but you didn't get one single response or one single click. Wait a minute, did I send this the right way? Is this act- Do I actually have this thing working right? That's a road game. That's when you got to start figuring out right, what am I going to do in this situation? Can you win that game? In the sales world, for example, the easy ones, like I said, with the credit card on the forehead, we all w- will love to have as many of those as possible, and we all gladly take them as salespeople because that's our duty to help the customer. If they want to buy, we should sell. However, you can't build a sales career. You probably you, pr- you can't build a sales career you probably don't even want to depend on paying all your bills just off the home games some of those 50 50 games that they say in sports they call them those 50 50 balls some of those you got to win you're not going to win all of them There are going to be some road games where you got a tough customer they're a tough negotiator very professional they want to get you down to the last dollar get everything out of you for whatever it is they're going to spend you're not going to get every single one of those to turn into a close however you can't close zero of them. You gotta close some of them. It's just like a sports team. Sports team might not win every single game on the road, but they gotta win some of them. If you can't win games on the road, you can't win the championship. Hey listeners,
2: if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you wanna know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five. Five simple
0: steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life.
2: Head on over to TheMorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day.
1: Michael Jordan, that game six, that game was in Utah, road game. LeBron James, when they beat that Warriors team that blew a 3-1 lead, that game seven was in Oakland. You got to be able to win on the road to be a champion. Every single champion has won road games. You think of any of you knows uh, history of uh, military battles, Napoleon Bonaparte, uh, Julius Caesar, Genghis Khan, Ulysses S. Grant, Alexander the Great. All of their greatest victories were what? When they snatched victory from the jaws of defeat, as they say, road games. Nobody becomes a hero because all they did was win a whole bunch of home games. When I was coming out of college, for example, I played uh, college basketball, at a Division Three school called Penn State Altoona, which is in the in the sticks of Pennsylvania, right in the middle of the state, uh, not far from State College. And being that it was a Division Three college, is something that I realized really early, before I even graduated, was that nothing that I did at a Division Three college was going to impress a professional basketball team. Not because I wasn't you know, a good player, but because the players I was playing against. They just they weren't pro level players i wasn't playing against pro level competition in college so if i wanted to play pro after college i had to prove that i could play against pro level players well how could i do that if i'm playing at the division three level so when i got out of school i realized nothing i did in school was actually going to help me make it pro so i had to go to this event called an exposure camp which is where make it really simple a bunch of pro level players show up we all pay our own money and we all basically audition ourselves against each other but in front of a room full of scouts agents coaches etc so i'm telling you all that to tell you this i went to this exposure camp that was only two days and that two days that i performed at that exposure camp mattered more for my professional career than four years of college basketball simply because now i was playing a road game against players who were pro level as opposed to playing a home game against guys who would be working at a car dealership when they graduated from college as far as basketball goes you understand what i'm saying so i had to go prove myself by playing that road game and because i was able to do that that's how i was able to get my career started third point today's topic again for those who came in the middle is why you need to play and win some road games in your life third point your will and strength of character is built on road games Not only is it built, it's also put on display. And this is why in sports, they say that sports is the ultimate meritocracy because we got clear scoreboards to make clear who's winning, who's not winning. But also because another thing they say about sports is that it not only builds character, but it also displays character. It shows you who you are as a person, because when you come up into that road game situation, which might be just trying to make the team, that could be a road game. Getting in the game on the team could be another road game. Then when you're on the team getting in the game, now you and the team have to go play at the rival team's football field or rival basketball team or some situation where the referees are calling all the calls for the other team. You got to figure that out. And you can't just lay down and and cry and curl up in a ball and bitch about it. You got to figure out how do I win in this situation despite the fact that things might not be set up fairly for me, despite the fact that I have a a disadvantage here based on the way that the game has been set up. Despite the fact that nobody wants me to succeed, I know I win anyway. That is building and displaying your will and strength of character. All of life is not going to be a fair fight. Now I know that, you know, from elementary school and our our parents, some some of our parents at home and some of the books you might be reading these days, people have you believing That everything's supposed to be a fair fight and everybody's supposed to start on an equal plane? That's bullshit. That is not true. It will not happen, and it will never happen. Life is not a fair fight. Your job is to create what I call the ethical unfair advantage on your behalf, and then you go win. Now, again, ethical unfair advantage. doesn't mean you violate anybody's rights. doesn't mean you do anything immoral that you wouldn't feel good looking in the mirror at yourself about. But you figure out a way to gain an advantage that will give you a leg up on your competition. Why? Because your competition is doing the same thing to you. This is the game of life. Life is not a utopian society and is not going to become one, despite maybe what some people have heard and choose to believe. It is an unfair fight. And the people who learn to play the game, not complain, but play the game, are the people who win. And winning on the road is part of playing the game. You do not build your will and strength of character through home games. You build them through road games. I remember I was playing at my local playground, pick up basketball, my local playground, maybe 15, 16 years old at the time. And one of the older guys in the neighborhood, where I'm from, we called them Old Heads, he said to me, Dre, man, you, you do all right playing out here with us, but you always play at this park. You know, you're from this neighborhood, you live three blocks away. This is the only place you ever play. What you need to start doing, because he saw that I had some potential. He said, what you need to start doing, Dre, you need to start going to some other playgrounds in the city and playing against some other people. Like, this is a home game for you. All right, this is a home basketball court. Go play on some at some other parks with some people that you don't know and some environments that you have not been before and really build your toughness up. That's really what he was telling me. He didn't explain that in so many words, but that's really what he was telling me because even though the basket, the rim will still be 10 feet high, the ball would still be the same type of ball, it's still the same circumference. The game of basketball would not change if I went to a different playground. The courts are exactly the same. The thing was, it was a different environment. It was a unique environment, and it was a road game that it wasn't even a skill thing. It was more of a mental toughness. It was a you know, have heart thing. That's, that's what we would call it back in Philly where I'm from, that do you have any heart. And you don't display heart by only playing in situations that are set up for your success. You display heart by playing in situations that are set up for your failure, literally set up for your failure. When I was playing overseas, another example, I remember I met a player who was he came out of Division three college as well. And I asked him, we just got chatting and I was asking him, how'd you get on? How'd you get started in your career? And he said that the athletic director at the college that he went to happened to be German because we were in Germany at the time. athletic director happened to be German and in the summer times this athletic director worked for the pro basketball team that this kid was now playing for and I looked at him a little bit differently after he told me that story not that he wasn't a good player not that he didn't have talent but he didn't have to do the same things to get his opportunity that I had to do to get mine his was a little bit of a home game now he didn't set it up that way he got lucky and I'm not mad at his luck but at the same time I knew what I had to do to get my opportunity And now I knew what he had to do to get his. He didn't have to play a road game to get his. I had to play a lot of road games to get mine. Moving on to point number four. Topic again today is why you need to play and win more road games in life. Number four, when you are lacking in mental toughness, the way that I define mental toughness is your willingness and ability to continue showing up doing the work putting yourself out there day after day even when the success that you have expected to achieve as a result of your discipline and confidence and doing all the right things even when it's not working that's what mental toughness is despite the fact you did all the right things and you're still not getting the result do you keep showing up anyway if you don't have that ability you will not survive to tell the story of a road game one of the analogies that i describe in in one of my books, Work on Your Game, just my whole philosophy is the concept of the story versus the statistic. Everybody here has heard the statistics, right? All, there are all kinds of statistics. And you talk about sports and 99% of athletes never make it. TV shows, you know, out of every 100 pilots that get pitched, maybe only three of them get greenlit or every, you know, thousand books that come out, only two of them make back their dances, whatever it is. We all hear all kinds of statistics about anything that we do, right? But here's the thing. Everybody in life goes through the same stuff that leads to the statistics. In other words, if you play a sport, everybody's going to find out or hear at some point, only 99% of the people who play this sport ever make it or get a chance. If you put a book out, somebody's going to tell you most books that get put out, they don't make back their advances. If you try to do a TV show, somebody's going to let you know only two of every 99 pitches get lit for a pilot. Everybody's going to tell you about these statistics and everybody has to go through the same stuff, regardless of whether you succeed or you fail. I'll say that again. Everybody has to go through the same stuff, regardless of whether you succeed or you fail. The difference is the people who go through the stuff and they make it out, they go through the road games and they actually win. Here's what happens to them at the end. Instead of just becoming a statistic, they get to tell their story. They get to stand on stage and tell everybody, look, I went through the same shit that you're going through right now, but I made it through. That's why I'm on the stage telling you how I did it. I went through the same challenges that you're going through right now. I had the same thoughts in my head that you have in your mind right now, but I made it. Now I wrote a book about it. and Now you can read and maybe get a spark or an idea in your mind how you can get through it the exact same way. This is what mental toughness does for you. It changes you from being a statistic to getting to tell your story. And I'll leave it on this one last point that I'm going to open up the floor. To become a champion in life There's only one thing you need to do. And being a champion is not about holding up a trophy. A champion is a person who is in a situation where it looks like you are going to lose, but then you win. That's what makes somebody a champion. If you haven't done that, that means you haven't won on the road yet. That means you're not yet a champion. doesn't mean you can't become one. But that's really the champion it is not the person who only wins at home so with all that being said what i talked about here today is how to win road games in life and since we got about five minutes i want to open up the floor for any questions comments from anyone in the room
2: this is coach kim dre how are you this morning you doing
1: amazing kim how are
2: you i'm great so First of all, everything that you said was such an amazing share, and I am so grateful for my journey because you had me saying yes, exactly, yes, exactly. That as well. I'm not qualified because of my reward. I'm qualified because of the overcoming of the situations that I was um, that I was placed in, and so. I love the analogy of the gym, of the athlete, um, and it just reminded me of why I had to build up on the discipline when I decided to to enroll in the United States Army. It was as I was great at home and I was known for this thing at home, I, I was never in a position to challenge that, to see if I was really really as tough mentally as I thought that I was. And so being able to burst through, to be able to have all of these accolades through the Army as they offer, and to come out on top in a way that no one thought that I would because of the circumstances that I experienced prior to going into the military. I am so grateful for those opportunities and what that did for my mental, because as you grow in, the, in your life, you're going to have to deal with the boos as well as the cheering and still say, I'm going to go higher. So I appreciate you um, for what you shared. It just reminded me of that muscle memory that even if it hurts, keep going, there is still more. And um, I'm just grateful and ready to see what you offer um, in other areas and other arenas and i'm about to give you a follow right now so thank you so much for hearing me through it is coach kim
1: much appreciated kim thank you for that feedback and we got uh, anyone else yes please our...
2: I this doctor
1: yeah,
2: this dr denny thank you so much i absolutely hey, love what you shared um the part that really stood out to me was The fact that you had to leave your comfort zone you had to leave that neighborhood where you were known you were admired and probably you were thriving many heroes needed to leave their comfort zone they didn't need to go on that journey and that journey the hills the valleys the oceans the rivers they had to cross are the things that make us who we are and thank you so much for sharing that because When we're able to go through that, and like the last speaker said, Coach Kim, and able to deal with the booze and the chairs and still continue plowing through, we would get to our destination. We'll get to that place of glory and honor and achievement and not stop six feet from gold. I'm Dr. Duny and I'm done speaking.
1: Excellent. Thank you, Dr. Duny. I think we got time for one more quick question or comment before I uh, pass the mic Uh, now everybody shy so since we had one minute left I will do a quick recap of my points and I'm gonna pass the mic to Alexander topic was why you need more games on the road number one anyone can look good and get wins when the situation is tailored to you but you have to win the situations that are not tailored to you to push you outside of your comfort zone number two you're only as good as what you come up against to get what you end up with. In business, the home game is when they're all calling you. The road game is when nobody's returning your calls. What can you do then? Number three, your will and strength of character is built on the road, not at home. And number four, when you lack mental toughness, you won't survive to tell your story. Everybody goes through the same shit. Only people get to tell their stories are the people who come up out of it, kind of like the guy in the Shawshank Redemption. You are a champion when you look like you're going to lose, but you win anyway. Without-